0: sorry had to get my camera right um, i just wanted to tell you this is my first video podcast versus my normal anchor.fm podcasts so that's really great um, so today on today's episode i'm going to talk about holiday sales as well as bookkeeping has me down <laughs> so Um, first off, now, you know, we just came out of Valentine's Day, and I made the mistake of buying some items that I thought would be listed on, um, Amazon, and how it works when you go and you buy stuff, so when you scan it and nothing shows up, you can use your camera and scan again, and you're looking at dum-dums, and you're looking for heart pops or you could enter that into your search field in the Amazon app. Well, these were not in there, but they were such a screaming good deal. I thought, well, I'm going to try them out, but they never showed up. (laughs) And it's a consuming process. A lot of times brands will not let you add your own uh, version of their product. So maybe there are dum-dum suckers, as these are, but there were no dum-dum hot heart pops um which also sort of served as a valentine so what i did is um i thought well i'll wait a couple days and see if somebody else enters it into the system or is successful in doing that no i never was and so i have a couple boxes of these heart pops, dum-dums, and I'm kind of in a quandary because normally I make my family or my household eat whatever we don't get rid of, but my husband's a diabetic and I happen to be on the carnivore diet, so I can't have any sugar at all. So I'm in a bit of a pickle as to what I'm gonna do with these couple boxes of uh, suckers. But on that... I was way late again, and I think I should have learned from my Halloween candy incidents where I just got to, I was in the market too late, and I should have really not gotten chocolate, which would melt because you couldn't ship until, I think it was like October 12th of the year, and by the time it made it into Amazon FBA, there was just no. Ch- I mean, it was well past Halloween by the time my candy made it into my inventory, because what happens is you may send your one box of, or your multiple boxes of inventory to one warehouse, but then what they do is then they transfer it off to multiple warehouses. Very rarely when I send my inventory in, do I get, you know, where I have to send it to you know, multiple warehouses. For some reason, when I send it in, it always goes to, you know, one warehouse. And then I sit and wait for what feels like a good month before it gets distributed to the multiple warehouses in Amazon's system. So what they're doing is they're strategically moving the inventory to an area that they think is going to be a bigger seller. So they're they're moving your inventory all around the U.S., or even if you were going to start selling in, um, you know, Mexico or Canada or other countries, you know, where they could strategically respond and ship your merchandise. So it's kind of distressing in a way. Um, so it's a little bit different for us. So the thing is, is, um, If I was going to be very strategic about my, like, if I was going to get into Valentine's Day stuff, I really should be picking up products um, right at the new year. And I should be sending it in probably no later than the 10th or the 12th of January so that it would have enough time to get to the warehouses and then be available for people to purchase. The other thing is, is I should never sit and wait I should always try to enter this kind of product into the system. There's no harm in trying other than it's going to take you a frustrating few minutes um, to get stuff in. And then it's very aggravating because you're just waiting for this stuff to get um, approved and entered into inventory. But like I did mention, some brands just don't let you do that. And I feel if there's an act of ASIN number, ASIN number, for a product, you should be able to also add multiples of it. So, for example, um, maybe I'm supplying, I don't know, a grocery item of some sort. Maybe it's a can of soup or something like that. And the brand doesn't want anybody entering anything different than what they have allowed in Amazon. They'll let me sell it because I'm ungated in grocery but they won't let me make bundles with it. So, like, maybe I want to add four different types of soup that sort of complement each other, and I want to create that bundle. They'll be like, no, you can't do that. You can't create your own ASIN using our products. So, it's a agonizing live-and-learn process, but I think that's part of the game, you know? Like... Um, you know, you're always just, hey, Amazon, are you going to take my product, and hey, Amazon, is it going to sell? <laughs> so, you know, I just don't, I don't know. It's a frustra- frustrating process. Uh, there is, you know, the possibility of, oh, shitty kitty has arrived. Come here, girl. She's been bugging me this morning. I haven't been down to work in my home office for a couple days, and so she's very particularly needy. But this is Shitty Kitty. In public, to the vet, she's known as Sheba, but she's uh, she stayed with us. Uh, I got her as a kitten when our house burned down here. She lived in the burned-out carcass of the house because she refused to be caught. But we would just keep dropping off food while the house was getting rebuilt. And then um, she lives down here in the basement because the dogs are not kitty friendly because they had such a break in time from being away from the cat. So this is shitty. Um, I do want to say it is a uh, a struggle to find products and I've been watching a lot on um, Facebook faith- Facebook groups about online sales and stuff and people are saying I scan and I scan and I scan and I just don't really I can't really find anything to sell you just have to keep scanning (laughs) that's not it's hard to find stuff to sell sometimes but then you'll find a niche and then you'll be able to just buy all that stuff and sell it and sometimes you you Look for a variation of something you're already selling, and maybe that market for it is tapped out. But there's a variation from the same company that you could sell, and so then you do that. I also tend to do so, I do little things like this night light, or um, maybe this. So they're all tiny, very lightweight, and I can ship them off very easily and typically i just poly bag them and seal it up with a warning about suffocation for bags even though my bags have that warning on it i always put the sticker too because it's more visible on your bag and then you can just mail it off yourself so today i have five products that i have to bundle up and send off myself so there's that <laughs> All right, so I'm going to take a quick break, and then I'm going to be back and talk to you about the dreaded taxes situation. This is my first video podcast. I will say it's a bit intimidating looking at my face while I'm talking, just so that I have eye contact with the screen. I definitely wasn't meant for this, but it's just something I wanted to try. So let's talk about taxes. So receipts. I have been struggling with how to manage my receipts, and I have tried all the online sources. I've been trying to find some app or something like that that I can use to handle all of my receipts because, um, you know, like I say, I made about $9,000 in sales last year, but probably out of that, you know, 30% of that covered my cost of goods. At least 30% of that went really, I already paid out in fees to Amazon and then 30% of that or 33, if you want to be technical about the percentages, um, would be my profit. So I had a profit of $3,000 starting out as a brand new seller and great. But now, um, I've already made two thousand dollars and we just went into March and I had like very little sales in the month of January. I had tapped out my money to purchase stuff by having to purchase software for my publishing side of the business but now I've purchased it so I'm not going to have that out output again from my account so now I'm starting to build up my money to be able to take buy inventory and flip it. And I really struggle to just maintain that I don't have to tap into our household income for any part of the business anymore. So when I first started, that's what I was doing. And then, you know, now I've gotten to the point, like, I'm going to get, ooh, March 13th, I'm scheduled to have over $300 coming back to me, which then I will in turn purchase stuff and flip it immediately. So one of the things I'm going to be doing this afternoon is looking for some online arbitrage options for stuff that I can purchase, and hopefully I'll have by next weekend. Um, And then I'll be preparing shipments to go into Amazon to the warehouse. Now, I know I've said that I'm going to keep most of my business actually FBM, where I'm keeping my inventory of stuff here, and that's true. I do have a lot of inventory in FBM, but um, sometimes you just make more money when you send send it into Amazon. So what I have done is I've purchased an annual membership to GoDaddy bookkeeping software. I it came in cheaper. Inventory Lab is another option which helps you. You know you can use it to upload stuff, but I'm just not at the sales level that I really want to pay fifty dollars a month to Inventory Lab. So, I went the next cheapest route, which I paid about 200 and something dollars to um, GoDaddy, which I also purchase a lot of my website addresses, depending on how cheap they are at the time, because a lot of times you can get them for free or for 99 cents through GoDaddy, and then I host my websites through Hostinger, Um, so... I have a bundle deal where I have three years of internet service and I can add as many websites as I want to. I just have to own the rights to my um, websites or the names to my websites. So I decided I'm going to tap into this GoDaddy system and I'm going to load up all my back bookkeeping stuff from the last calendar year, 2021 calendar year. And then I'm going to going forward, every month I'm loading my information, so I'm not stuck in this um, pit again of at least my sales and all of that stuff, but I'm still at a loss as to what I do with these individual receipts. So, for example, you know, when you go to something like a Ross Dress for Less, they don't necessarily tell you what you're purchasing on your receipt. And I guess I wasn't really paying attention to that until now when I'm trying to do my books for all of last year. And the fact that, you know, a description, like DFD Monkey, I don't know what that is. 18 ounce white marble? Now, I happen to know what that is. That's this tumbler, But that's because this receipt is from... February 11th. And this is the Tumblr I mentioned on an earlier podcast. Um, So I know, but now if I go back and look at my receipts for May, I don't know, uh, May of 2021. I just don't know what those were. So I feel like I was such a stupid idiot. Now, luckily, you know, with only sales around 9,000, My husband feels that we're going to be breaking even with our taxes and the fact that I was um, depositing additional amount of money from my work taxes, my real job taxes. Um, We think we're going to be positioned in a pretty good place and not have to sell very much um, or pay very much for taxes this year. But it is a little bit confusing because I don't, I'm not a bookkeeper. I was a history major first, and then I got a safety and health degree, so <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. So there is that. Um, I'm excited to move into this calendar year, because I have a goal of selling 100000 and I'm kind of behind, and I need this week, when my husband's now off of his shifts again, I'm going to make us watch one of that. FBA class that I mentioned that I purchased, and hopefully I can get him on board with understanding how the system works and all of that stuff, but, you know, I, I don't know. I've purchased accounting books. I've watched every video on YouTube that I can possibly find, and I'm still, I'm at a loss, so... So hopefully this FB, FBA, um class that I'm going to watch is going to give me some insight as to what we do. Because we struggle with, we had purchased all this inventory last year. Some of it we sent into Amazon. Some we sent here. Some of it expired because it was grocery items, so we couldn't send it in. Um, my dogs got down here and got a hold of a couple dog toys and destroyed inventory that I had to send in. or I purchased something and the package was damaged. By the time I got it home, I couldn't sell it. So I don't know. It's, it's, an interesting, it's an interesting thing. I don't know. So I'm going to be struggling with that for the next couple weeks, I think, so we can get our taxes filed. And then hopefully I'll develop a system that I can start using where I'm using my GoDaddy, I'm downloading my monthly sales reports from Amazon. I'm uploading my IndigoDaddy, my bank transactions. And then I don't even know how to handle eBay. I feel we're throwing good money after bad right now because we're still restricted on our accounts. And I don't know. But anyway, so I actually have a plan. I have a bunch of wool clothing that I purchased when I was size I was when I first started wearing wool last year in February 2021, and now I'm starting to get to the point where I need to start sizing down because of the weight loss from my carnivore diet, so I'm going to sell off a couple dresses that I just never wear, and that'll give me a bit of cash because I could probably sell them for about $100 a piece, and I'm just thinking, and this is clothes that I've gotten good wear out of, and I'm just going to sell them. And then I'm going to use that money to either either pay for taxes or pay for my MacBook that I still have sitting out there that I got to keep paying on. Um, and then I don't know if I also told you, i purchased two HP computers in a bundle deal from HSN or Home Shopping Network last year. And then this year I'm going to have to purchase, uh, let see, I don't actually use a phone service. I don't know about you, but phone service is expensive. So what I do, I purchase these, but I purchase them specifically in a package deal where they come with enough minutes and um, online stuff to last for the entire year if you just use it sparingly for your business. And so for me, I have to maintain a couple lines, one for my author page, one for my publishing company, and one for my, um, mercantile store. So I have two of these that I can activate right now, but I'll need another one. Um, when my author, uh, phone line will expire in in a few months. So I'll have to purchase another one of these, but the deal is I get these for about $49 or $59. That's all. That covers me for an entire year. And then, once I'm done with this phone, I can just take it to those kiosks that they have at Walmart or whatever and trade it in because every time I buy a deal like this, you get a new phone. It's just you keep keep swapping it and just trading in your other one to get a few bucks of cash that I can then apply towards inventory. And it's much cheaper than if I was using, like, I was using Google Fi last year, or um, trying to do Mint Mobile, where you're paying 15 bucks a month. That this is a much better deal for me, and I seem to have service pretty much everywhere except for up at our off-grid camping property. So. From a business standpoint, to me, it makes sense that I do the disposable phones until I'm at such where I'm actually going to have like a warehouse location or an off-site business or something like that, because it's minimal what I do. And when I'm at home or whatever, I use my regular cell phone. I can do Wi-Fi calling. Whenever I have a phone like this, sometimes they allow Wi-Fi calling and sometimes they don't. So then I'm just using that instead of using up my minutes when I'm working from home. So, my business is in a jumbles as far as my business documents go, but I feel like this is going to be a good year in sales. So, we'll see. Anyway, so again, thank you for watching. Um, Sorry, I didn't even put makeup on for you guys. (laughs) I'm not about that. I'm not about being pretty. I'm about being um, business-minded and my goal is to make a hundred thousand in sales this year and while working full-time at another job and while publishing some books this year. So here's Darcy Hendrickson. I'm dashing away my debt one transaction at a time.